0: Mr. Wild and Free. Welcome to a well of being. Alright. I'm too deep in introspection. That I found my destiny was deep inside of me. Didn't need no clearer sign. I'm born for better things. Hidden by the shades I wear cause I can't even see. I'm feeling so wavy. This must be a dream. Inside my mind and for eternity. Peace and blessings, tribe. It's Mr. Wild and Free here with A Well of Being, a podcast that provides a space to dive deep on all things spiritual, metaphysical, philosophical, technological, and existential from the perspective of yours truly, Mr. Wild and Free. Now, it's a well not the well because there's absolutely more than one way to be well and of course a well has depth to it there's so many ways to be in this life and as we seek to find balance and duality i want you to know it's okay to define for yourself what it means to live life well let's get into it so today I'm going to talk about spirituality. Let's define spirituality, and I'm going to share with you all my perspective on what spirituality means to me. So from a general, right off the bat, let's just define spirituality as it's typically addressed. The definition of spirituality is the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul, as opposed to material or physical things. Fair sentiment, right? Okay. The exploration of spirituality for me has absolutely been a journey. I was raised Christian. You know, my mother raised me and my sister in a Christian household. We would go to church. I do remember at some point in my life, I was you know, and, and, you know, what is it, what do they call it? After school church, you know, Bible study. There you go. All right. So sitting in Bible study and, you know, doing my best to understand it all. And I remember there was a period of my life, you know, when I was younger, where I felt frustrated at the fact that I wasn't having the same religious experiences that I perceived everyone else to be having, you know, and, that was a little frustrating for me and i was expressing that and and really wanting to figure out why that was and i remember one day while in church they were you know the pastor was calling people up to you know either get baptized or to get prayed over you know when they put their hand over you and they say the prayer and i was like maybe this would do it maybe this will help and you know i was still i was still very young but i stood up and i was just like i'm going up there and i'm i'm going to tap in to this religious experience to this spiritual experience because i really want to know what's on the other side of that veil i really want to experience what i'm seeing these other people experience you know like i would i would see people talking in tongues or uh catching the holy ghost as they call it and and dancing around the church and I felt like I was missing something. And so that particular day, I was like, okay, look, I'm gonna put myself in a place where I am going to be 100% willing to do what it takes to experience this. And I got up there and he placed his hand over me, the pastor, and I prayed. And then nothing really out of the norm norm <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary happened and i was a little disappointed by that and then i was just like okay well maybe i need to take this a step further and i and then i went and i remember i got baptized and you know they did the thing where they dunk you under the water bloop <laughs> and i got back up out that water and i was just like hmm i'm still not feeling it i don't know i'm like I was still trying to figure out what where where I was going wrong, or maybe it was me, you know? Maybe I did something wrong that was keeping me separate from this spiritual experience that I was supposed to be having. And it just didn't happen. And I think that that was really the turning point that kind of pulled me away from the religious church-going experience. Now, I will say, I am not shunning Religion, I am not trying to degrade or vilify or or speak against those who have devout spiritual experiences in the religious context. By all means, if that is your avenue and your pathway to spirituality and it is working for you, more power to you, right? Much respect. However, that has not been my journey. And for me, I had to recognize that there had to be a willingness to discover what what my path was within spirituality. And after leaving for college, getting to college, and, and getting to that point where I was finally able to be in a space where I could explore my own sense of spirituality without feeling... You know, this predominant pressure over me or the responsibilities um, entrusted upon me by my mother and the church community. You know, I, I was finally able to take that step away and to just step back from, you know, going to Christian, you know, Baptist church and to just sit with myself and to see how can I experience this human life in such a way that will allow me to tap into this spiritual experience. For a time I was essentially atheist, but I knew that wasn't the answer either. And I made sure to keep myself open to the possibility. So from there I would say I I really started to dive deep on a definition for myself of what, what is spirituality? And, and how can I grasp onto it from the context of where I am in my perspective at that time? And what I came across or what I, you know, doubled down on as far as what I believed spirituality and what I believed God to be was the collected conscious, right? And in, in my youth, in that, you know, very desirous state of, really wanting to explore and understand this spirituality and and give it some context that actually had meaning for me, that was the definition I came up with, right? God is this collected conscious. Like if we could get everything, everyone, every conscious being on the planet or in this universe together in some form of amalgamized, excuse me for that, in some form of like you know, group session, right? Like this just big, like, let's just unify all of those consciousnesses together. And then the end result would be what God was from my perspective at that time. And that was enough. That was a door that I was able to keep ajar to allow me to step into that next space of the spiritual experience. And from there, my definition has grown tremendously, I believe. Before that happened, I was able to tap into some resources and some books and some things that were just outside of myself that provided me with a context that felt so very true to me. And what I will say about that is that I started to discover what it meant for truth, like your truth, coming through other avenues, coming from outside of oneself, and I recognize that that was like resonance, right? Like harmony in reality. When the things that you are calling out to respond back to you and, and give you exactly what it is that you're asking for. And through books like The Hidden Messages in Water by Dr. Masaru Emoto, The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield, what was the other name of that book? This one was really deep. And it's, it's one that I don't want to thrust upon you all to accidentally slip down that rabbit hole and, and get too far gone. But it was something that helped provide me with a bit more context. But, you know, I did do research into Egyptian hermetics and to uh, Thoth and the Emerald Tablets. And there was another set of texts called The Law of One. And that all of those things are very steeped in personality, (laughs) in personification, and in metaphor, right? And that was something for me that allowed me to recognize all of the different religions and all of these different spiritual teachers are all trying to say the same thing but they don't necessarily have a collected, unifying framework or a way to express these things in such a way that everyone in the world can just be like, oh yeah, okay, that's it, and we get it, (laughs) you know? Like, there's always going to be some type of coloration because the spirituality that we experience is through this human vessel, right? So anything that comes from this perspective is is already through, like, just with me speaking aloud or even writing something, the tonality of it or the coloration of that expression is already confined to what this vessel has the capacity to share. And I hope that makes sense. Once I finally started to recognize that I realized that spirituality is the entire awareness. It's it's the awareness of that which unifies. It is the recognition of the energy that is beyond our grasp. It's always just outside of our periphery, you know, outside of our, our line of sight. But we know it's there, and it's... So, very present, even for some, right? Like atheists, right? It's present in its absence, which is an interesting way to phrase that. I would love to expound upon that, but like I told y'all, I'm keeping these episodes short and sweet and to the point. For me, spirituality is a metaphor of understanding the origin of self. It is the closest thing we have to touching the meaning of existence, right? I think the ways in which we as human beings grasp this concept of spirituality is purely for us doing our best to make sense of the life that we live, and the meaning of existence. How do we experience spirituality? What is spirituality in its experiential sense? What makes up the spiritual? I personally now, with the experiences that I have, would say that in order for one to truly experience the spiritual, it it is to experience the now. To experience this moment with such presence and such awareness that you recognize that it is not separate from any other moment. And at the same time, all of the separation that you experience and that you perceive is just a part of the expression of one continuous thing of one like there's a depth to it and it's it's a bit difficult to explain but just imagine the now this very moment being the tip of the iceberg, it's the surface that you see, but there is a whole depth to it that once you really sit within that moment, you'll know what I'm talking about. It requires a level of surrender, of control, of worry, of regret, fear of happiness even in, in some ways, right? It's the willingness to let the moment be what it is and what it was and what it will be and to just be ready and willing to accept the next present moment. I also think Spirituality has a lot to do with that metaphor that I was mentioning before. I think the metaphors are so very helpful for us to give it context, to explore it in an experiential way. One of the metaphors that I truly love about spirituality is that we are vibrated into existence, that we are nothing but frequency and sound waves vibrated into reality and we are the the cross-section of two opposing frequencies that vibrate, these frequencies, these waves clashing, and that is where this existence comes in, and I think that that's a beautiful metaphor because it gives a lot of context to the ways in which I personally experience life, and coincidence, and antagonism and duality I recognize that things in this existence are very much like music and there will be frequencies that are harmonic and resonate with me and lift me up and there will be frequencies that are disharmonic and debilitating yet I recognize that the Differences in those tones are what make the song itself possible. So that's that on that, I suppose. (laughs) Really? I've already gone over my time limit. I I told y'all I was trying to keep these things short, sweet, and to the point. I do have one question that I want to leave you all with before I get on to the closing that question is, does your spirituality allow for the fullest expression of your humanity? We'll pick back up with a little bit more context on that on the next episode, but I want you to sit with that one, and I would love to hear some feedback on that, whatever channels you find best to reach out to me on that. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on that sentiment. If you're digging the podcast and enjoying these deep dives, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed to get updates on every episode by sending an email directly to well at bcast.email. Again, that is well with three L's at bcast.email. If you would like to keep up with the podcast on IG, you can find it at a well of being, that's well with three L's. And of course you can also follow my main page at mrwildenfree. Most of all, I'm speaking into existence for you, health, security, abundance, joy, gratitude, fervor purpose, passion, security, well-being. Peace and blessings you all. Until next time. Mr. Wild and Free, 2020 flows, February 2nd. Let's go. Got some high expectations, got some high lows. Mm. I've been coasting through temptations when my eyes close. I've been witnessing the spin, that's a damn win. Damn Cause win. the drift is kind of flashy in this world war whoa, wind. Whoa, I've been playing to win, but I see it's a game. The depths mm. here inside of reason, is not the meaning afraid. No, Realities change, uh-huh. not to say it don't contribute to significant things. Every time I find the meaning, I find reason to sh- Cause I know not what I think and speech can ripple the waves No need know. to speak unless the flow of its acceptance at least Trying to balance my pride with my benevolent peace Trying to balance my ego with my benevolent eyes it's the dualistic maniac, the mask bought alive And to speak the puppeteer must turn the vehicle's wheel This facade is organic but the price is a steal If death is solely our opponent just to live as a win Walked away from Christianity, now I understand sin Righteousness can only truly manifest on its own Without the balance in the spectrum of the right and the wrong where? With...